Welcome to the Riff Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Genevieve. With me this week is my buddy, Chris Newell. How you doing, Chris? Dill Pickle! <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, uh, just the... Of the bullshit front of the podcast I'm in the I don't know about you but my meals have come into like the uh, canned meal portion of our of what we have left so I just it, it was just like black beans diced tomatoes from a can and rice that was our meal tonight I had that last night and it was great <laughs> yeah mine was good too the the key ingredient was coconut oil Ooh, I don't have any coconut oil, but I've been on that avocado oil bit, too. Ooh, okay. That's probably good. Yeah, I was really missing some avocado on top of that. Yeah, but that's a fresh produce, and that's hard to come by right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, have you, uh, when was the last time you went to the store? Um, last time I went to the store was about 10 days ago, and I was a nervous wreck. Yeah. I walked in with numerous gloves, several um, sanitizing rags. I wiped the whole cart down. um, And I went with my girlfriend, Nicole, Mm -hmm. shout out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And she saw how uh, unnerved I was. And so she actually picked up every single item and put it in the cart. So I didn't touch anything. I did pay for it all. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, but then I came home and I took everything to the back porch, took it out of a bag, sanitized it all outside of the house before I brought it in. Um, there you go. And, the, you know, taking the proper measures in these very unusual times. Yeah, that's that's the most stressful part is getting it into the house and trying to, like, make sure you don't touch anything at all while you're already touching stuff. It's crazy. And then, yeah, I mean, adding two toddlers to the mix doesn't help because they're just like all over everything all the time but, i can't imagine having two small children around when you're trying to work from home yeah uh it's it's insane but we're making it work you know we're all coming out on the other side one of, the, one of these days <laughs> um well anyway what what music have you been listening to lately um i do want to first say thank you oh sure for, uh inviting me on Mm-hmm. And giving me this opportunity to even think about music and podcasting and something other than the global pandemic that's going on. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I've been listening to lately, funk music. Mm. Um, Lettuce dropped a new album at the end of last year. Oh, okay. Uh, called Elevate. <clears throat> I, I missed that. I did not see that at all. You definitely need to check it out. They hold up in their studio for a while. And they just banged out like 30 songs. Oh, wow. Way more than they expected. So they have they only... 30 songs on one album? No. So they put like 12 to 15 on this album. So I can't wait for the rest to come out because all this stuff is just modern gold. Shit. That's awesome. Uh, and then the, uh, a little other funk. Um, I, I am listening to a lot of Lil Dicky recently. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh man, he's so good. It's ridiculous. The show's fantastic and I forgot how much I enjoyed his music. Yeah, I actually like am not loving the show yet. Episode like, three made me very uncomfortable. Um that was the uh the the sex one, right? 
You know it. Yeah, that was crazy. But then, yeah, so I think I watched episode four, and I was kind of, like, bored most of the time. Hmm. But I haven't seen four yet. I have uh, i I'm sure that he, he he'll come into it because I mean he's just so talented that I, I'd be I I have I have a hard time believing that he won't turn that or I mean not even turn it around I, it, by all accounts it seems like everybody likes it but um yeah I'm sure it'll get awesome I mean he's just so good it's entertaining it's something different yeah cool so uh, what else. Um, you know, I've had a lot of time to listen to music, so um, I've been listening to a lot of morning jazz. Mm. Mm-hmm. Spotify is fantastic. Yeah. And they have the greatest playlist, and you know, they all their algorithms are fantastic. Uh, but I find that I waking up to some morning jazz really kind of gets the blood going, but is not overly aggressive yet, and uh, helps me really settle into work and being productive for the day. Yeah, for sure. Um, w- when you said that, that took me back to the Kyle Winslow wedding weekend mm-hmm. where we had all rented a Airbnb together and we did jazz brunch and you, you provided the music for that and it was fantastic. And I've, I've honestly been chasing that high for a long time and I have not found like a perfect playlist that took me back to that time. Well, I can help you getting high, but I can also <laughs> share that playlist with you. Yeah, that would be super. I feel like I found it, but maybe it was the company more than the music that was, uh, you know, setting the um, setting the mood. That's usually the case with that group of kids. Yeah, for sure. What have you been listening to lately? So, yeah, um, actually, uh, a lot of Matt Nathanson. Um I feel like this is. I feel like my list of things is going to make you upset. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get upset. Okay, good. only about only about COVID nineteen now. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um. So Matt Nathanson a lot. Uh. This dude who I think uh is a DJ in a radio station in like Harrisburg or something, but he's been doing a uh a March Madness bracket for Matt Nathanson songs. Ooh. And it's so, I mean, like, I, I don't know how much you've listened to Matt Nathanson or how much you like. I mean, he's very singer-songwriter type, definitely not your your uh, cup of tea. But, uh, like, all of his songs to me are so good. Like, he, he's my idol. If I could write songs, I would like to write songs like Matt Nathanson. So it's, like, so hard to pick between these songs. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's been super fun to follow, and it's just been getting me back into the in, in all his music. And he's got, like he's got to be on close to 10 albums now too. So that, that, that's the thing too, is when you get into him, it's just a rabbit hole. Well, um, I actually did listen to him quite a bit back when I first met Matt Nelson. Oh, okay. And, and started hanging out with you cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he popped up on my radar and I did listen to him quite a bit. I haven't listened to him like, I don't know, let's say four years. Yeah. Um, so I got some time tomorrow. I'll throw up on. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is his sound has totally evolved over time too like his his first couple albums are very like singer songwriter type and then he like really came in like like, i mean it's not like synthy so much it's not what i it's not really the word but he just gets more produced i guess than just like your singer songwriter album 
Would um, you? I'm kind of thinking like the tra- uh, Beck. So now Beck kind of is all over the map and constantly changing his sound, but it's really just one dude. So uh, I have not really gotten into Beck too much. It's always on the list, and I never remember to do the list to listen to him. But uh, it doesn't sound like that. No, like I feel like you can connect the dots from each album, and you can see like where he just started to change a little bit. Mm. So it's not like it comes out of left field when you see when you hear the next album. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, and I feel like especially his last album, he was kind of like. Like, if you listen to his last album that came out and one of his first albums, you'd be like, whoa, this is, like, complete, like, 180. What's going on? But if you listen to them sequentially, you can kind of see the evolution. And um, it's just really cool because I feel like the last album, he really perfected his newer sound. Nice. And, yeah, his his last album's awesome. Um, And then... uh, I think we talked about it last podcast with Winslow, but Caroline Rose came out with an album recently and I've been listening to that a lot. It's really good. Uh, it's got kind of that eighties synthy sound to it. Um, but that's fun. And then, yeah, Winslow brought up ballroom thieves last podcast and I've just been listening to that nonstop. It's so good. Nice. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Did you ever, uh, did you know the band dirty dollhouse? It's Chelsea Mil- yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. So she, she just came out with another one that, again, I think we talked about last podcast. But uh, I only listened to the single, but I finally got down to listening to the whole album today. Uh, I felt like uh, this podcast was almost like a test that I had to cram for just because things have been so crazy that I really just like haven't been listening to that much music and just have been. And, and like today I was like really hitting things that I wanted to listen to. Um, so that was one of them, and that was super good. And nice. Uh, um, I saw her play in New Hope way, way, way back in the oh, day. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, and then I've been following her ever since then. Um, and the new music is dope. I really like it. Uh, one of my friends joined her. Um, did she like make a trio of girls at one point? Yeah. I honestly like, even though I interviewed her on the podcast last go around, I was a little confused as to the setup. It seemed like there were like two girls in that like made up dirty dollhouse. But then it also seems like maybe they're just kind of supporting musicians. Because I don't yeah, even I think she plays with that them either. Now. No, I don't think they do play together anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all good music nonetheless. And, and uh, her new stuff's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I kind of brushed off today. Um, and this is like, I really try not to feel guilty about any music that I like, but, uh, the first Rob Thomas solo album, this is the one with a uh, street quarter symphony on it. Mm. Um, that somebody brought that song up and I was like, Oh yeah, that album. And it's like, it's a good album. I mean, there's something about his sound when he's solo. That's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, corny, I guess is the word. But uh yeah, that album I really like. And I think there's some pretty like fun ideas and fun songs on that one. I'll add it to my uh listen list. Yeah, it's uh the first one you did was something to be. Um, Noted. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Did you um have you been releasing the uh 
playlist of stuff after these uh, episodes? No, I totally forgot. Yeah, I need to put that together. So if you have any songs in particular you want to throw on there. Yeah, I'll send you some, and I'm really looking forward to that because, again, a lot of time on our hands, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll definitely listen to that after listening to these podcasts. Yeah, I just it's crazy because, like, I kind of was making those – like as I was working, you know, like I'd be listening and working and then I'd kind of just add to it as I was going. But I'm like spending a lot less time on my computer with like watching the girls and working. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's nuts. But anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's really all I've been listening to. You got anything else? No, I'm good. Um, so new music. Uh, Lumineers came out with a Spotify singles. And they did, uh, I guess it's their song. I wasn't able to look it up, but Salt in the Sea. It was a pretty good one, a little darker. Um, And then they did a cover of Have You Ever Seen the Rain, which was pretty good. That's kind of like right up their alley. I love them. I'll definitely check that out. I think I popped up on my uh, release radar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then something I'm pretty excited about. uh, I don't know if you've ever gotten into John Legend too much. Familiar. Not really. Um, you should give his first album a listen to. Mm. Um, I, man, I'm like completely blanking on all album names, but let me let me look what that look up what that is. That's good because I got Google up right now to figure out words, and then I did take some notes earlier because I can't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, so it's get when lifted. It get with it. Get lifted. Get lifted. Yeah. Like get high. I like it. Yeah. Um. So, dude, it's, like, such a good mashup between, like, hip-hop, like, R&B, even, like, a a pop kind of Stevie Wonder vibe. And it's just so good. And then it's he's one of those bands where you just wish he made more albums like that first album because it just, like, he totally went another direction and stuck with that direction. But anyway... What I'm hopeful for is this new single that he came out with called Actions. It sounds pretty close to that first album, so I'm kind of hoping he gets back to the roots there. Nice. The way you describe that first album is all the music I like to play from like about 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock <laughs> hour during work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a perfect album. And it, it, it's also one of those albums where he, the single he came out with She's again, I'm just completely blanking on the name, but it's like more of a slower ballad song. And uh, like none of the other songs are like that. Cool. Um, All right. Hold on. I'm I'm bringing up the because that's bugging the crap out of me. This is good podcasting right here. Ordinary people. Is the ordinary people making the podcast or is that the name of the song? That's the name of the song. (laughs) Um, so yeah, but yeah, definitely check out that single too. It was pretty good. Um, and then, uh, this is more funny than anything, uh, but this popped up in my discover or my, uh, Spotify playlist too, but Sixpence None the Richer came out with a best of album. And when I saw that, I was kind of like, aren't they like a one hit wonder? Yeah. That's not a whole album worth of music. All I like, all I remember is the well, the "There She Goes" song. I think is a cover, or no, "Kiss Me" is a cover. I forget which it is. Yeah. 
but those are the only two songs I could think of by them. So I'm just like, is that going to be the entire best of? I open it up and there's 50 songs or so on there. Who listens to that? I don't know. The only thing I could think of is I know, I think they are like British or UK or whatever. So maybe they're more popular there is the only thing I could think of. But uh, uh, Google says they're from Texas. Exactly. Like, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just like, that's how popular these people are that I had wow. no idea that were, that they were even from this country. Um, well, that's kind of the interesting thing is like this country is full of a lot of different people mm-hmm. and they listen to a lot of different things. Um, I just recently watched this documentary on, um, tigers and people who own them and have zoos uh, is that the tiger thing? king yeah that's what everybody's been talking about i keep seeing it on netflix and i'm just i don't know i'm not interested it's a rabbit hole i never want to go down again okay but it very much highlights <laughs> that there's a whole segment of the country that you have no idea is existing but is fully there yeah and that sounds like the fan base of Sixpence None the Richer. <laughs> yeah, or that, or the only thing I'm thinking is like Dawson's Creek fans. Oh, Dawson Creek fans. What a great show. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, there's that. So, I mean, that suggests that they have at least like 51 songs because if there's a best of, at least one song didn't make it because it was not the best of. Maybe they just released their whole discography and just called it all the best. Yeah. Well, that's like I remember like when Matchbox 20 released their best of. It was just their singles. And it's like, well, that was a little like, I feel like you could have done a little bit more effort into that. Well. But whatever. So, yeah, that's uh, Sixpence and the Richer, best of. If you have like four hours and you want to kill those, there's there's an album to listen to. <laughs> Well, I got those four hours. I'll ponder <laughs> if I listen to all four hours of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Passenger came out with a song. It's just kind of like an old school love song. I kind of felt kind of like had like it wasn't jazzy by any means, but it reminded me of Frank Sinatra, like a Frank Sinatra ballad song. Some dinner music. Yeah. So it's, it's like a pretty good if you have like a uh, romantic set list. Or playlist that's one you could throw in there noted i got one of those um and yeah i don't know how your spotify is i assume it's going to be similar to mine in that you listen to a lot of the playlists and like radio stations and then you like a song and then you maybe listen to an album once and then that's it and there's a lot of people like that like there's a lot of uh artists like that i mean mm-hmm so then the, like, they show up in these playlists and you're like, I know I listened to that guy before and I know I like him, but I have no idea what he sounds like or any of his songs. Yeah, normally what I do with the Spotify is they give um, the Discover Weekly out every week and uh, I take like the five or six best songs or anything that really sticks out to me on that and I throw it into a playlist of my own and now that playlist just has gotten bigger and bigger of all the songs I've loved from that and I can circle back to that. Um, and the only reason I recognize the artist that I've been listening to is because I've actually been like, who is actually playing this song that I love right now? Yeah. Um, and I found a lot of new artists that way, but it, it, you, 
you got to take the time to dive into their albums and what they've done to really kind of uh, know anything about them other than, you know, a dope single that pops up on your playlist. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, by the way, I am following your playlist, and I throw that on every once in a while. Ooh, cool. That's right. Well, like, I feel like anytime we have a party or where they're just, like, hanging out, you're throwing your music on, and it's always, like, I'm always very, like, this is fantastic. I'm into this. I appreciate that comment. That's yeah. good. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, this person, Tom Rosenthal, again, like, I know I like him. I know I listened to one of his albums, and I was very excited about it, but I can't remember any of his other songs. But he came out with a new, a new single called If We All Die Tomorrow, which is a really fun song, and I thought it was also very timely for him to yeah. release that. <laughs> very timely. Um, Dawes came out with a song. Are you uh, into them? Big Dawes fan. Yeah, did you listen to this uh, I Will Run? song no i have not it was a bit of a flatline i was a little disappointed oh underwhelming yeah but you know maybe the great live be great live show yeah i haven't seen them before there's the, the one time uh, they were in town I, I couldn't get tickets for some reason i don't know if i was busy or whatever but i saw them out in lancaster one time whoa that's yeah, a hike. Play, it was an outdoor amphitheater type thing and I was like, oh, around Lancaster, it, you know, we're not going to see him when we know. It's not going to be that big. Field was packed. Huge. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's so good. Um, And then Sarah Joes came out with a song. I think that's how you pronounce her last name, right? Which one is it? Uh, Sarah Joes. She's from, uh, I think she is from, oh, gosh. I don't know why I'm blanking on everything. I'll just look her up and tell you what she is from. Except now I can't uh I can't spell her last name properly. So I was I gonna say good luck trying up. to spell it if you don't know how to say it. <laughs> um what's uh what's that band? There's the three the three girl three women in it um that are like very folky. Oh, it's um mm. I'm with her, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is it so i'm with her so that band sarah watkins sarah i guess it's sarah jorose oh it's how do J- you say that jorose yeah Jorose's? i don't know Jorose? but uh i mean so that's a great band i'm with her um oh gosh again so the, this name the afi afi o'donovan we have pro- mm-hmm. me and Winslow have problems with it last last week too, but she's fantastic. I love her. She's got an incredible voice. Um, I like this. I'm gonna check this out for sure. Did you did you see the uh, video I uh, tagged you in on Facebook? I'm gonna say yes, but I forgot. Well, so it's this band, and they opened for Dave and Tim in Mexico, and they played Ants Marching. Oh. <gasps> with them and so sarah watkins was i think it was sarah watkins was playing violin which was cool because we don't really get that anymore and (laughs) uh and it was so awesome um and then they played the maker too which oh yes yes when they were down in mexico just recently yeah 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 yeah. yes oh i didn't realize that the whole band opened up for him yeah those are two good uh sit-ins by her sarah Mm -hmm. watkins yeah so good um but anyway so sarah germers came out with a song called johnny it's very good 
Um, and then uh, Mac Miller. Are you a Mac Miller guy? Um, familiar, but not my cup of tea per se. See, all I really knew for Mac Miller was the uh, it was, I don't know when it was years ago. Is he a thrift thrift shop guy? No, that uh, is Macklemore. Yeah, true. Uh, but Mac Miller, one of his songs was like the uh Flyers song, like Flyers locker room song when they had a win. Hmm. And that was like all I knew about him. But apparently, he's very popular. Like he has like a very strong following. But then he just passed away like a year or two ago. That is why I recognize the name. Yes. So I don't know. Uh, there have again, been uh, his family has been working with his unreleased music and is this one of the unreleased songs yeah it must be like i was gonna say i'm not super familiar with it uh but yeah this song that just came out uh floating it's called uh it's it's awesome and there's a uh, really good horns on it it's like very raw sounding it's not super produced and it's awesome i'll tell you add horns to anything and i'm on board dude i know that's the uh, i mean you can put that on my tombstone Sacks time all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, the last thing I have for new music, uh, Striking Matches. Um, the It's a guy and girl duet thing. Um, and they just came out with an album called Night, as in nighttime. And uh, it's uh, it's really good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, in terms of in line with the guy-girl duo... Mm -hmm. uh, I do have a new music one. It's new to me. Mm -hmm. uh, they're called Y Oak. W Y E space O A K. Okay. Uh, totally unfamiliar, but I walked into work one day, and we have a music venue across the street from the Science Museum. And I walked into work, and my manager was like, hey, um, I got two tickets to the show this Saturday. I can't use them. Do you want them? And I was like, yes, it's a live show for free. I'll go. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um and we went, and it was supposed to be this guy-girl duo. And we walk into the venue, and there's a whole band set up. They got drums. They got keys. They got a guy on sax. Oh, nice. Multi-instrumentalist, like moving all the instruments around. And I'm like, we may have came to the wrong show, or I've been listening to the wrong music all day. <laughs> and then about six, six songs in, they're like, hey, so we're normally just two people up here, and we brought a whole band out for this little stint of the tour and uh and so they just kind of expanded on their music and i highly recommend that you guys check out uh y oak um, yeah i'll check that out folky multi-instrumentalist um real good singing voices i was very very impressed with them nice that's exciting exactly they had uh they and they brought out this guy and he, he played saxophone and just like i said you add sax to anything i'm on board so. Oh yeah, absolutely. The way uh, the way I describe horns in music all the time, and this is just how it feels in my head. I don't know if this is so like super weird or whatever, but like I always feel like you're just, especially when the whole song doesn't have horns in it, and then all of a sudden it does have horns in it. Like when the horns come in, you're just like, holy crap! Like you're like, it's like you're in a house, and then there's this whole other room you didn't know about. Straight magic. Yeah, you're just like, oh my gosh, like this this is could be here. This is great. I'm right on board. It's it's it just adds another level and another dynamic, another layer of 
something to connect with. Yeah. So that's that's my favorite use of horns when you have like a whole like verse chorus without the horns and then they come in. And then it's just like it blows your mind every time. Oh yeah. A lot of changing pants, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um in terms of new music as well, uh the other thing I had cuz I wasn't too caught up on the most recent releases, mm-hmm. um but I have a friend, he actually went to high school with um he was in the same graduating year as us uh but he went to pensbury not to chamonix and uh he now goes by nether friends okay um he records in his home it's kind of like a hip-hop type thing but he's kind of all over the map and he's gone into the process of um he went around and released an album for all 50 states um so he has at least 50 albums on each state you know one in one per state uh, and now he's gotten to the point where he drops a new album every month. Dude, and that's wild. It's all over the place in terms of like his topics. You got um, anything from how to do your taxes, which is his re- latest <laughs> release, um, to sex, love. Um, and my favorite set that he has is called Kids Trap, which is just wholesome rap music for kids. Oh really? <laughs> That's now, awesome. It's fantastic. I highly recommend you listen to it. He's now up to album fifteen, so he's got Kids Kids Trap Volume Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, but I would recommend checking out, and I'll <laughs> add it to your playlist. Would be from Kids Trap uh, Volume Seven. The okay. Song title is called "I Love Kittens." <laughs> and I'm just telling you, you need to listen to that song. I listen to it numerous times a week now just to make myself feel better. That's awesome. Um, so I, uh, you know, now that I'm like daddy daycare, uh, I finally like broke down and I started putting on actual kids music for my kids. Mm-hmm. I've been like fighting that and trying to just like get them into normal music, but I don't know what it is about kids music that just kids identify with it. But it's so crazy how excited they get about kids' music and how little they could give a shit about real, like adult music. No, so it's it's too it's too advanced for them. Yeah, I guess so. I worked with a children's recording artist back when I worked at Sesame Place. Oh, okay. Uh, David Jack used to perform there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to do shows with him dressed as Big Bird. Mm-hmm. And uh, his music is great. You know, he sings about dogs and Saturdays and how wonderful they are, and nothing about it is overly dynamic. But uh, the kids are literally screaming their heads off, you know, you know, just waving their arms in the air like they just don't care. Yeah. Uh, and I, it must be whatever sound wave they put children's music at just hits them differently. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely going to be playing this for them please on <laughs> tomorrow morning um i always but, thought it would be fun to uh if if or when i end up having the small children i would yeah. play they they have these uh lullaby albums do you play that for your kids where it's like but lullabies or like pop music but lullabies uh no not usually i try to just like turn everything off so they can shut down uh like the real sleeping time see yeah. i don't have kids i don't understand how that works uh, apparently we don't either because they've gone rogue and they they just stay up till whenever they want to and we have no control over it so 
Uh, God bless you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that might be something to try. Maybe that's the problem is there's no music to bring them down. So maybe I'll check that out and start playing them lullabies. Yep. I was playing rain music the other night to fall asleep. Rain music? Yeah. Well, I guess it's just recording of rainstorms, oh, not okay. really music. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, it was actually pretty helpful. I slept pretty well that night. Usually, uh, I can't really put, well, not that you put music on, but I can't re- usually put music on to fall asleep to because I get like too into it and I think about it too much. But uh, the the second Jack Johnson album, On and On, that was that's the one that I that is the one album I will put on if I have trouble sleeping, and it usually does the trick. I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, one more note on Nether Friends is I was looking him up on Google, and the like blurb that comes up reads. Nether Friends is Sean Rosenblatt. He is releasing a new album every month and will be performing in all 50 states in 2020. Please bring him all your weed. He needs pounds. Thanks for listening. You are saving his life. <laughs> he literally makes his money from Spotify. That's he crazy. doesn't have a job. He just makes his music and he makes enough money from Spotify that he can survive with his lifestyle, which is, you know, probably pretty poor, but yeah. he survives off of it. Uh, I did have him uh, come through my house when he came through Virginia. Oh, really? Place to play. So I was like, come on through here. And we had a bunch of random people over here. And he played some music and uh, signed some of his art. He does some art pieces. I got them here. And uh, that was like three or four years ago now. Dude, that's so cool. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I had to give him a shout out for this. Especially with that kid's trap. I know people out there got the children. Yeah. Um, so I just did a uh, virtual hangout because that's what we do these days with uh, Matt and Allison. And uh, we were just talking about just how different this whole thing is for like people with kids and people without kids. <laughs> it's just like a completely different universe. I'm I'm very happy you guys have children and I don't want to talk about it too much, but I am super glad I don't have small children right now. That's like all all I can think about is if I didn't have kids right now, all the stuff that I'd be doing, I'd be playing guitar more. I'd be writing all sorts of songs, like all that stuff we've wanted to watch. It's, it's all watched, but instead we have kids and it's just not, it's not happening. You just got to carve out a little time. It's not an end all be all. Right. You know, you just got to tell your children, look, there's priorities, and right now you're <laughs> lower on the list. I got to learn yeah. guitar a little more. Yeah. I, but I still have been playing much more guitar. Well, that, that's, I, a, that's a foreshadow to our, our game later. Yeah, but, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so that's new music. You got anything else? No, that's all good. All right. So now music history, March of 2010. Again, I did not prepare for this, so let's see what came out. Um, okay, so DJ Khaled, people care about him. He came out with an album called Victory. I don't know okay. anything off that. I didn't even know he existed back then. Eh, trash. Yeah. Uh, Lifehouse came out with Smoke and Mirrors. Ooh. Oh, hey, here's one for you. Portugal the Man came out with American Ghetto. Bingo, bongo, yeah. the best. They're my favorite. They're my yeah. number one band. 
They're Sorry. very good. Sorry, Dave Matthews, but they are my number one band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so good. Well, they're so good. I love uh, them because every album they release is fantastic, cohesive, and slightly different than what they did before. Yeah, I, I'm i not as into them as you are, but every time I listen to their albums, and I listen to their albums on purpose quite often, uh, it's so good. Nice. Um, so next one that I recognize gorillas came out with plastic beach. I'm mm. trying to see which one that was. And if it was that song, I know. Yeah. The, uh, summertime one. Oh, that wasn't even the one I was or thinking Clint of. Eastwood. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of, but apparently none of those are on this one. Bummer. Um, Trey Anastasio band. I don't know if that's how you say his name, right? But, um, the, the lead singer from Fish, his band does an amazing cover of Clint Eastwood. And they oh, got really? horns and a female singer to do it. I'll send that over for the playlist. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, the only Trey album I really got into is the Plasma one. Right? Isn't that what the one's called? I don't even know if I've listened to that. Okay. It's really good. I think it's just like a live recording. But yeah, it's so fun. He's been uh he's been holed up and actually releasing new songs. I think oh, really? he's released three new songs at this point, uh, in the last week or two. So I guess that could have been under new music, but yeah, yeah Trey's dropping songs. I will check that out. That has not popped up for me on the Spotify's. Um, okay continuing uh apparently Jimi hendrix came out with an album called valley of neptune I'm pretty uh, sure that's he when was they dead. took all his uh other recordings that they had and and put them all on an album mm. i wasn't uh, i didn't love it i did not love it yeah i mean i've never been like a huge Jimi hendrix guy anyway so kind of missed the boat i think yeah probably i just uh, felt like the music they released on that just was unfinished in a way oh, okay well, i mean it makes sense yeah uh ludicrous came out with battle of the sexes <laughs> i don't did, i don't remember he, anything about that no but ludicrous just got announced to come down and play here in uh in virginia in the summertime june or july oh really yeah i won't go <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, oh, Drive-By Truckers came out with the big to-do. Nice. I don't know if they're making music anymore. I don't think they are. Uh, none of this is from... Oh, She and Him <gasps> came out with Volume 2. Which That's uh, like... That's what's shocking about this whenever we do this. It's like, that doesn't seem like that long ago. Yeah, time can play tricks with your head. Yeah. Also, Zoe De Chanel is my uh, celebrity crush. Yeah, um, yeah, it's she's great. Um, also, it's kind of weird because we we really found that uh, Jamie is Jess from New Girl. You picked a good one. Yeah, you so picked a great one. Not bad, right? Um, ooh, Justin Bieber came out with My World 2.0. I'm sure we're all familiar with that one. Hard pass. Yeah. Uh, 
Bare Naked Ladies came out with All in Good Time. What is, what is that one? You know what's crazy is that they they kept releasing music and they've been on tour the last couple of years. Yeah, we we went and we saw them. <gasps> you did? Yeah, dude. I I really like Bare Naked Ladies a lot. Actually. So Bare Naked Ladies. Here's a story. Okay. First CD I got was mm-hmm. from my cousin, and she bought it for me, and it was actually Dave Matthews. Um, uh, under the table and dreaming yeah and i listened to it and i was like i hate this this sucks <laughs> and she's like that's fine i wanted the album i'll take it back and i'll take you to the store and you can pick out anything you want <laughs> i picked out bare naked ladies oh my gosh that's hilarious yeah yeah um yeah, they were, uh, I was just listening to them for some reason, and they, it came up that they were playing at the Man, which is like an incredible venue. If anyone got to the end of last uh, last episode, that won the March Madness of DC Philly venues. So yeah, obviously, no, it's the best. Did it? Did the Man win? Because I didn't get to the end. Yeah, the Man won. Nice, because that is the best venue. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, okay. Continuing, uh, Madonna, I guess this is a live one, came out with Sticky and Sweet Tour. Usher sounds- came out with Raymond and Raymond. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, it sounds a little gross. That sounds really gross. Um, what else do we have here? Amy Grant came out with Somewhere Down the Road. She's popular. A lot of hits. A lot of hits. My mom oh, likes it- her. Yeah. And then Slash came out with an album. I'd probably listen to that. Uh it was called Slash. <laughs> Creative. Yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I'm not so I, I like was kind of raised being super angry about stupid stuff. And I feel like this might be one of those things, but like if you like give yourself a different name, I don't know, man. I just, I guess I can't take myself that seriously to be like, hey guys, I know we've been calling me Tom for all this time, but I'd really like you to call me Slash now. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine oh, having man. that conversation and like. I feel you... like it would be an odd couple of years for, for transitioning <laughs> through that, especially for the people you know, but. Mm-hmm. You know, four or five years down the line, it'll just be second nature. I guess so. But it's like, I don't know. Are you like a Marvel movies guy? Nah, not so much. Well, there's a part in uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War where Spider-Man is going to meet Doctor Strange for the first time. And, you know, like Doctor Strange is just his name, but it's also a superhero name. And he's just like like uh spider-man comes down he's like oh hey i'm peter and he's like hi i'm dr strange he's like oh we're using our made-up names i didn't realize like i'm (laughs) spider-man like that's just like how i would expect that conversation to go i kind of respect dr strange more now that he kept his name as his superhero name yeah but anyway yeah so so that is uh that's march 2010 good year good year so now uh, we're moving on to the game, which is uh, basically coronavirus sucks. Uh, 
and everybody's kind of bummed but we're gonna we're gonna go for three silver linings of the coronavirus and being cooped up inside like crazy so i guess we'll try and do this sort of like the drafts that we've done where we'll try not to double but we'll we'll keep the rules loose so you being the guest you get to go first all right well then i'm gonna go with the uh the obvious one which is the numerous amounts of live streams that are now becoming available to us yeah that's pretty fun um you know the saving grace there is uh my birthday was just this past thursday or something like that and uh i'm quarantined at home you know i'm self-isolating i'm not gonna have friends over and i'm not gonna lie i celebrate my birthday i like to have a good time and Thank goodness Dave Matthews decided to do a 30-minute live stream. Yeah. Uh, it made my birthday. You know, yeah, that's be, great, dude. Just to be able to log on and see live music happening, it got me overly emotional. You know, I, I got to dance a little bit. I had yeah. saw some of you guys. I had a little Google Hangout. And, you know, when they're able to do the live stream, like actually live music uh, happening then, I love it. I can get into it. Um, I appreciate all the like the re shows of past concerts and such. But you know, when they're when the artists are actually logging on and giving us a live stream from their you know own homes, I think is really special and you know a way for them to make money. And I feel like I want to support them even more if they're going to take their time out of their day to help us try to get through our day. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, I'm also a birthday guy. So uh, I'm not like so much of like, a, hey, it's my birthday. We're doing this. But I'll just like, I'm going to have some sort of a party on my birthday. And yeah, if, if my birthday was taking place during quarantine, which it still might, um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, it'd be a huge bummer. So that I'm, I'm really excited for you that like it just happened to fall on the Dave concert. Cause I was kind of waiting the whole time. You're kind of like, well, Dave's got to do something, right? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. So the one group that hasn't done anything yet that I really want to see and you like is uh, the Revivalist. Mm. I want a yeah, live stream totally. from them. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, for yeah, that was one of the shows that I did not get to see. So we were talking about going down to see them in DC together. Um but that like didn't work out. So they were playing parks casino. So I just got tickets for that. Um, and yeah, it's a huge bummer. They're like, if not my favorite band right now, like top three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they, uh, so have they rescheduled your Pennsylvania show yet? Because they did get rescheduled to come back down to Virginia in August. Oh, really? Is it early August? I'm thinking, mid August I can't quite remember but we should double check that date because um, I would love to go see them together with y'all yeah uh, that would be awesome because so they rescheduled the the Parks Casino show for the weekend we were going to leave to go to Michigan to visit Jamie's family so whether or not that's even happening at this point who knows um, but yeah so we can't go to that so that would be super if we could go to the DC show, because I really would like to get to the anthem. Yes, too. that's on my to-do list too, and I have not yet been there. Yeah. Cool. 
All right, so uh, so that kind of leads into one of my silver linings is uh, so I my wife and I are expecting and the due date is May 26th and it seemed like every single band I wanted to see is coming to Philadelphia that week. Oh, to celebrate the birth of your baby. Apparently, but it was like Head in the Heart was coming. Uh, who else was coming? There was like three or four shows that I was like, I like this is bullshit. <laughs> like it is the one week of the year that like like Jamie and I are super lucky and we typically get to get away from the kids pretty often whenever we want to because we have retired grandparents and supportive friends and it's great but it's just like the one week we can't get away so one of the shows i was super excited about that i already bought tickets for because for some reason they went for sale went for sale like a year in advance is the lumineers show at bb and t nice assuming that is going to get rescheduled because it's like june 6th or something yep so I will get to see that, I think. Nice. So I don't think I've yet seen them, but I would love to. I think that would be – that's a great show. Did you get lawn seats or seat seats? Uh, that was the thing. We got, like, seat seats too. Mm, nice. Like, I yeah. spent a decent amount of money on those seats because I was just – I'm kind of done with lawn, honestly. Um, yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, last time we were out there, Kyle Winslow got pissed on. Uh, I've lost <laughs> shoes out there. They chit chat quite a bit. That's the yeah. other nice thing about these live streams is that, you know, I can hear everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that show. Hopefully I actually get to see, it. wait, hold on. You did, were you not at, uh, the Wells Fargo Dave show when they opened? If I was there, I don't remember the opener okay yeah that was pretty awesome that was like just before i think they were supporting dave and kind of taking off no i don't i don't think i was there okay that does not ring a bell yeah i don't remember you being there but uh the whole night was a little foggy so (laughs) just like every dave show right all right man you're up what's your second all right so um you kind of mentioned it earlier but you know, on the basic end of things, taking this time to learn an instrument. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm the type of guy who had a guitar since freshman year of high school, and I don't know how to play it, and I'm in my 30s. Uh, <laughs> but sure. I actually have three guitars in my room. I just don't know how to play them, which is kind of embarrassing. So I've been trying to take the time, you know, to learn if I can. Yeah. But what I really want to mention about learning the instrument is – um, so one of the band members from Disco Biscuits, mm-hmm. not overly a fan of them, but they're doing good stuff. Uh, Mark Brownstein, him and another person put together a website. It's called Live Lesson Masters. And okay. you can actually go on and get um, virtual lessons from a bunch of different artists. Um, people from Umphreys, McGee, people from Disco Biscuits, people from Lotus, people from pigeons playing ping pong robert randolph is on there oh wow so you can get like live lessons from them on anything you want it's all your favorite musicians is what you're saying correct the mundo (laughs) yep that's awesome and, and they put the website together like after 
you know, about two weeks ago, they they powered through, made the website, got the people involved, and it's a brand new, fresh thing uh, that they're doing now as a way for you know them to have an income. But also, uh, I think it's a great little service that works out well for us as fans. And they've even said, hey, if you don't play an instrument, just sign up for a session. We're shoot the shit for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think that's really cool and innovative in this day and age. You know, I think a lot of innovation is happening right now. And I like that these folks put this together and they said it'll keep it going after, you know, the world gets back to normal. Oh, that's awesome. I have to check that out. Yeah. Live lesson masters. Awesome. Uh, so uh, my next one is, uh, yeah, so I am spending a ton of time with my kids that I didn't used to spend with them. And uh, it's providing me an opportunity to kind of pass on my love for music. Uh, so what we did the other day was, uh, you know, it's just kind of like all about keeping them busy so they're not pissed at you, right? So we, um, I looked this up online. This wasn't my own creative idea. But we uh, took like uh, toilet paper, uh, like the cardboard at the end, the roll, and we made like bumblebees out of them. And then we listened to the March of the Bumblebee song. Ooh, clever. And then they got to like run around the house pretending like they were the bumblebees. That's awesome. Now, do they hum that song anymore? No, they don't. Uh, well, you got to <laughs> keep then, doing it till they do. Well, here is the, here is the takeaway that they had. We, so we watched a YouTube video that introduced all of the like orchestra instruments and the kind of the basis of the of the video was this kid was trying to figure out which instrument he was going to play so that like they kind of took that away so now they keep talking about what instrument they're going to play and uh jenny god bless her heart even though there weren't any saxophones in the video said that she's going to play saxophone did you melt and like that is that the greatest moment yet with your children because i've that's all i want you know, for them to have a love for music. Wow. That's great to hear, Thomas. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So, yeah, they, they've talked about it a couple times since where they're just like, I'm going to play saxophone. And then, like, Cece's like, I'm going to play trombone. Hey, so, add horns. It's awesome. That's mm -hmm. the route to go down. Dude, agreed. So, I mean, yeah, you already know how to play guitar. You got your Winslow band, and you can add them for horns. Perfect. Done deal. So yeah, that's that's been a pretty good uh, silver lining of this whole damn thing. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I I'm glad that you've had the time to spend a little more time with them and and get that musical tomness on them and print that while they're young still. Yeah, for sure. All right, your third one. All right, my last one is I've been listening to a lot of music on a daily basis. Um, you know, my steps are way down. But my hours <laughs> on Spotify are way up. Yeah. Uh, and overall, I'm just realizing how powerful music really is. Uh, it's been a struggle these past couple weeks. It's a very anxious time. Uh, it is honestly just really hard to try to go through this right now. And um, whenever I feel that I'm, I'm struggling, I, I get the music on. I play mm -hmm. the good vibes. I play that funk. I play the Bob Marley. I play anything, anything. And 
you know, it's able to help me center, concentrate, and then, you know, get on with life. And I think that music really does play a really special part in humans' interaction. It's been around for the longest time, and uh, I'm more appreciative of music now than I have been before. Yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree. Uh, and it's it's funny you brought up Bob Marley. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned that I've been playing, like, uh, uh, kids' music for my kids in the morning. And uh, I, I refuse to use my Spotify account so that shit doesn't start, like, finding its way into all of my playlists and everything. I would <laughs> um, do the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I've just been throwing on Pandora. Um, so it's just like random radio. But uh, there's like a there's a Bob Marley cover of Everything's Gonna Be All Right. And uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty awesome to just like hear that when I wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah, it's uh, I hear you. It's like uh, for, for me, I, uh, I think it was that Friday that I was telling you I was like really upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like j- just uh I, I'm typically the dinner cooker in our family. So uh, when I was cooking dinner, I just threw on the uh, the first Lord Huron album. Nice. I don't remember what that one's called. But, dude, that's like, I don't know, for me, it's like con- like every time I need to relax, I just throw that on, and it's like an instant relaxer. Um, but, yeah, I hear you. I, I think I've definitely focused on – music a lot more uh uh, like you said about learning an instrument i've been playing guitar a lot more um yeah it's just something else to to think about other than how crazy shit is right now yep i listen to a lot of podcasts i stay up on the news so you know switching it up with the good vibe music Mm -hmm. is uh significantly helpful yeah for sure um Hmm, my third one. I don't know. Let me let me think. Let me think. (laughs) Well, I can go with this. I mean, I think it's an extension of what you said. I mean, I know it's an extension of what you said, but uh, you know, we were able to get together with all of our friends to have a private David Wax Museum concert. Um, Amen. That uh, that too. That was so uplifting, you know. Yeah. To have our friends be able to put that together for us. Shout mm-hmm. out Kyle Winslow mm-hmm. and Brenna mm-hmm. and their dogs. Um, <laughs> but they got a great group of people in, and you know, to see everyone's faces and and uh, Dave and Sue were just the cutest little things. I know, and like they so positive too, right? Like, I mean, they have just about every right to be upset i mean they're uh i I know they're not like a super popular band i still don't understand this uh but it's a super fun band you should check them out david wax museum but uh it the the main core of the band is david wax and his wife sue slezak and they're just like the most positive upbeat people and you know like they make their money from touring and they're not able to do that right now um, and so part of that, part of the, the thing we did with our friends was they just put on this virtual house concert for us. And like, I guess, I mean, how many, like well, 15, like 15 people? folks on there. Yeah. And you know, like, uh, I, I kept, we kept our twins up for it and they had a great time. Um, and, uh, we got to like say hi to everybody and, 
I don't know. It just makes you feel not so far away from everybody at this time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, like, confounded the girls. They are just like, they're like, what is she doing? It's like she's she's playing a jawbone. It's like, why? Because <laughs> you can. Yeah. And you well, can yeah. do anything, kids. Well, especially because Suze is like, well, like, so she plays uh, violin, accordion, jawbone. Is there anything else? I feel like there's something else. When and I so saw that, her live, she had a stomp box as well that she was working with. That yeah, was, that was, was awesome. With. Yeah, we, uh, Matt. Allison and Jamie and I saw them in Maniunk actually, and that's the, yeah she had the stomp box for that. Where did so they play cool. in Maniunk? Uh, there's a new venue. Um, oh, what's it called? There's there's two bars on Main Street, and one is like one Sona and one Soma. So I forget which is which. Oh, that probably works out real well for folks late at night. Yeah, so it's the it's the Irish bar. Um, well, that's that, cool. Yeah, so they have like they have a venue and it's just like, you know, it's like the top floor of their townhouse. So it's really it was pretty awesome. That's neat. I saw them recently. They played in Richmond and they played at in a uh it was like a denim factory. Mm. Um and there was like maybe 15 people there. Uh and they played oh, a little wow. show. It was pretty dope. That's awesome. I mean, that's like, I mean, for us, it's the coolest part about them is that we get to go to all these really intimate shows with them. Mm -hmm. But I just, I'm, I'm shocked that they're still not more popular than I, when I first got into them. Like, I'm very surprised as well. Six years they, ago. Um, have been popping up on the, it's WNRN down here, but it's uh, WXPN up there. Yes. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And their latest hit has been spinning pretty often on that station. Oh, which one? Um, oh, God. I got to Google it. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but it's a good song. Mm hmm. The, uh, the lyrics to Guest House, like, just get me every time. I love that they played um, Kyle and Brenna's um, wedding song as well. You know, so yeah. they're, they're nice enough to do those little touches for their fans. Yeah. What is, what is that song again? I always forget the name of it. Uh, I kind of tell you. Okay. But it's a cover. I think it's a Neil Young song, right? That would make sense. Yeah, uh, but their version of it is just incredible. But yeah, without knowing the song, good story. <laughs> hey, guys, Google it. You can find it. Yeah. Or follow, follow up on Tom's playlist. He'll have it on there for y'all. Oh, there you go. Uh, Cool. Well, yeah, so that's uh, that's the game. It was a good yeah. game. That was good. Yeah, that was, it, was. it was positive in a time of uncertainty. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's always a silver lining somewhere if you look for it, right? That's what I hear. <laughs> yep. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for doing this. I had a great time. Same we'll, here, we'll man. Definitely, we'll definitely be doing it again sometime soon. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on, and I look forward to your future cast as well. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, signing off. This cool. has been the Riff Podcast. Talk to you next time.